0: Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Eric and Eric here. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, But something was a little off about my morning show. My favorite morning show. You know, Good Morning America. I know you you love GMA. And GMA3, (laughs) particularly, you love. You're a big fan of. Yeah, so they've had a bit of uh, upheaval over over at GMA. Usually a nice, placid experience for the viewer. There's been a lot of drama recently. And there's a change that uh, maybe some viewers noticed. Here's what the GMA intro sounded like um, before the Amy and TJ saga. As recently as last week. As recently as last week. Now from Times Square, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes with Dr. Jen Ashton and what you need to know. So they weren't even on the show at this time, but remember, they were um, suspended and it wasn't clear whether they were going to come back.
1: suspended and as of like last Friday... You heard it, their name's still in the intro.
0: Yeah, because because look, you hear that groove, you hear that little synth beat, and it just gets you in the mood for <laughs> listening to morning news with yeah. your coffee. Uh, here's what it sounds like as of yesterday. Now, from Times Square, here's what you need to know. <laughs> they are gone. They've been scrubbed from existence. This is um pretty common. So remember, they had their whole affair saga. It created an uncomfortable situation at work. Uh, they initially stayed on the air. Then it created the, the sort of controversy, so they suspended them to figure it all out and conduct an investigation. The results of that investigation revealed a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff. TJ had had allegedly had several sort of... Um, affairs in the office. Let's call them that. Um, and they also said that Amy had alcohol in her office, although that seemed like a that, stretch. That seemed like they were reaching. You know, I got booze in my office. I don't yeah. drink it at work, but I, I received receive. Well, you don't bottles. drink at all. So. It's true. It's true. Um, but in any event they met, they had a somewhat contentious mediation and in the end parted ways. So they will no longer be on GMA. And this is what happens when Two hosts of their caliber, who are you know very identifiable, are removed from a show. You got to scrub them. You got to act like
1: they were never there. And that's exactly so what Crazy ABC but, did. But yeah, I mean, they're they're gone. They're not coming back. It's done. So their names are removed. It is interesting. So uh, Demarco Morgan and Rhiannon Alley are the the new hosts for now, the temporary hosts. I'm sure they are furiously negotiating behind the scenes yes. to get the, the full time job. Their names are not in it yet. Not yet. It just says GMA three. Here's what you need to know. That's right. Because ABC wants to, I, I think, figure out whether they have the same
0: traction with viewers, and yeah. and they're in a, a bit of a test period where they could grab grab this
1: opportunity, it's their and become and become do the thing, host. But it's a tryout. Do you think the two of them have met and been like, we absolutely cannot date? <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing let's, can happen between us, no matter what. <laughs> yes, let's stipulate
0: that up front. Let's introduce each other to our spouses. Let's, although yeah. that
1: didn't work for Amy and TJ. I know. <laughs> they That's knew. the thing.
0: Like they, but they have to have chemistry. They do have to have chemistry. That's the, that's the interesting thing that goes on because in our in our environment, our work environment, none of us have chemistry with Harvard. No, we, we all we are very
1: antagonistic,
0: so it's never well, a that's, concern That's kind of here. our thing.
1: Is that we are, that, that's, we're sort of the opposite where we always <laughs> present that we hate each other. We secretly kind of like each other a little bit, but yeah. no, no, no. Don't let them
0: know that, No, Eric. that's all right. We're, that's we're, all right. I, I'm just uh, wringing your throat like Homer Simpson. Yeah, but that,
1: they have to be all professional news anchors, and sometimes even GMA3 is sort of the lighter part of the show, but yeah. there's still some heavy stories, but they've got to have that sort of chummy camaraderie you
0: need the chummy banter. And, and it's not the first time people at work have caught feelings for one another. Sure. I mean, look, TJ is a very charming guy. That's why his charisma carries through on the screen. Amy the same way. And sometimes those people fall in love. We've seen this with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They were on a movie where yeah. they're actually hostile. They were like a couple that was breaking up, but there was just passion there. So yeah. what are you going to do? They, they, they fell in love. It happens sometimes. Um, but... I, I think this is this is it uh, for, for their involvement. Obviously, they've been scrubbed. I don't know what TJ and Amy's next step will be. That will be interesting to me. There's been some speculation that they could stay as a tandem, and there may be some interest in them right now. I think that'll fade with time. Probably. And I'm not sure how they keep that going without maybe a reality show
1: vehicle, but I'm not sure there's enough there to keep it interesting well, for it, a long period of time. And that's the thing. I get why ABC wanted to be done with this, because of the whole, like, well, th- did they cheat? They said they didn't, blah, blah, blah. Right but really there's not anything that controversial about their relationship no and not enough to i think get the public like oh we got to see what they do next yeah they're they're a couple yeah and, like, and
0: did, okay and what's kind of quieted it down is andrew shue who was amy's husband at the time has been quite uh Respectful is the wrong word, but he's been classy about the whole affair. He's not yeah. getting in the mud. He's not trashing her in the media. He ser- clearly wants to turn the page. It's probably been an
1: embarrassing and they sad episode Shared for custody of their dog.
0: But it's not messy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not
1: as messy as an affair could yeah, be well, that was because the thing, no know, one's in the muck with like them. Like you said, like the Brad and Angelina thing, it was yes. like, you know, Jen Aniston was America's sweetheart. Yes. So people sort of took sides. They still have sides. They're still like, you're either... Jen or Angie in that but All these
0: years later, there's still high emotions about it yeah. in our room when yeah, you bring up Jennifer Aniston. People
1: still want them to get back together. Yeah. But Amy and TJ, eh, live your life. I
0: agree. I agree. So I think this is the end of the saga and hopefully the last time we have to discuss it because <laughs> um, I'm ready to move on. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Ragutin, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. And uh, let's go to our next story, which is a bit darker uh, and a bit, uh, you know, an interesting story. So R. Kelly... you know, facing an onslaught of lawsuits and, and prosecutions from a lot of sources. The, and the,
1: already in prison. And
0: already serving a 30-year prison yeah. sentence. Uh, R. Kelly's in his late he's, 50s. He's 56. Yes. So, so he's in his, on the back half of his 50s, a 30-year sentence means he won't emerge
1: from prison until his 80s. Is there, I, I don't know if you know all the details of the, the 30-year sentence, does he have a chance at parole in that? Yeah. So what I've, what I've read
0: is that he could emerge as early as 80, which would be sort of, a few years under the the 30 years still but, so he can't but get out until until he's old, at least man. 80 years old that's right his wow. his career is effectively over oh, yeah. he will spend the remainder of his life barring a successful appeal now remember he's got some appeals pending where he's challenging these 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 prosecutions says you know he was wrongfully convicted and so forth you see that quite commonly right. um, i don't think R. Kelly stands much of a chance because of the volume of, of uh, convictions he has. It's maybe you can overturn one or two if you're convicted of just murder or something like that. You can overturn that conviction. He has a raft of charges. Yeah, he's um, out. So, so overturning all of them is a long Some
1: shot. good news for him, though. Yeah. So a Chicago prosecutor,
0: and this is an interesting case. So uh, Kim Fox, who's the the Cook County state attorney, and she's been an active voice. You remember her from Jesse Smollett. She's yeah. been a, vo- a, a name that you've heard because a lot goes on in Chicago. A lot of, anyway, it's a big city. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a good point, though. This is a big city with a lot of uh, trials that they have to conduct, and they only have a limited number, amount of resources. So she decided that she's going to drop uh, the sex abuse charges that she initially brought against R. Kelly. This was for allegedly uh, sexually abusing four individuals, three of whom were minors, with you know the the types of allegations that you heard yeah. in all the R, R, R. Kelly cases. She's going to drop them, and she gave a press conference where she said, "Look, I know this may be disappointing to the victims of these of these alleged crimes. Uh, however, he's already serving sentences. He's been convicted in New York in a federal court there. That's the 30 year sentence. He's been right. convicted in Chicago and is facing sentencing there in February, where he's going to get another 10 to 90 years.
1: So you already have some redundancy. If, if he, the, he 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 won't be out of prison. Like he'll be in he's his 80s or 90s if he ever gets out." So I get like it seems sort of pointless in a way like okay, it's sort of spiking it's the done. football yeah. It's but done. if you are one of those four people whose charges are being dropped, is is that justice to you that you know the fact that your abuser is off the streets serving his his sentence right? He's done, but he hasn't
0: been held accountable but, for what he did to you.
1: That's right. the The, the things that he did to them, the, the the crimes that they are alleging against him. I guess we have to say yeah. Uh, they they get no justice for them personally. It, it's sort of like you see like like with like Jeffrey Dahmer and people like that, where somebody who's you know a, a serial killer or a mass murderer, if they go to prison for life right. for four of the murders and say they kill ten people. If you're a relative of one of the other people, I mean, yeah, that that person is going away, but you don't get. It's not in the books that you're your family member, you're the person you care
0: about, got justice. Yeah, look, it's not as satisfying as, is, is what you're coming down to. I mean, Kim Fox stood up there and said, we believe justice has been served and prosecutors are trying to do a couple things. One is retribution. And that that's what you're talking about, where the victims yeah. actually get their say in court. They get to go in and say, this is the impact that he had on me. I want to be able to express that. I want to publicly shame him, as well as him getting punished. They also have the role of deterring people, uh, specifically and generally. They want, uh, generally, people not to commit crimes like R. Kelly, so that's why you punish people. And specifically, they want to keep him from committing more crimes. Right. They say both of that has, both of those goals have been served. He is in prison, and a big message has been sent to other sexual abusers not to do so so from her perspective even though we didn't get the direct retribution We've done a lot here, and and, and he is serving time. So she's saying, I only have limited resources. I have to devote them to other causes that would otherwise go completely unaddressed. R. Kelly's been addressed in some sense. But you're exactly right. This is unsatisfying. For for the victims in this particular case or the alleged victims in this particular case, um, they're not going to be happy about this. We spoke with R. Kelly's lawyer, and even he doesn't have much of a sense of relief. (laughs) I mean, he's fighting for his life. He's got all of these appeals. He's already facing the decades in prison. He's serving his time. But says, look, the right decision has been made here. I hated this comment where she said the right decision has been made here as if it is all the all the prosecutions are trumped up and here's right. at least well, finally but, one doing the right
1: thing. But she's our Kelly's attorney. Yeah. She has to she can't be like, Oh yeah, whoo, this guy, what a monster. Like she <laughs> right. can't say that. Of she's a, uh, she's his she's his counsel. Right. Um so so
0: Yeah, look, not much is changing here. R. Kelly's going to remain in prison. But to your point, these people are not going to feel satisfied by this outcome. I I think, from my perspective, this is the right call by Kim Fox. I think as long as you have multiple convictions such that if he's successful in one appeal, he still has sentences behind that and stays locked up, I think it's okay. If all of them get reversed and then we look back on this and R. Kelly's out in the streets... I would be concerned. That's, but That's different. Could, that would be different. And and they could bring cases again. Right. I mean, just because she's dismissing these charges, it's probably without prejudice. And, and maybe there's a tolling agreement to keep the statute of limitations
1: locked in case that that eventuality comes. But I think R. Kelly's done. Oh, he's and, definitely done. Yeah. I, I get your point. Like, yeah, to, to keep prosecuting basically for something he's already in prison for and not getting out anytime soon. I don't want to say beating a dead horse, but, you know, you're like— the The money and the time and the resources to, to go through all these trials you're that's that, that, that's the thing it is justice for those victims, but it, within the justice system, yes, it's just reiterating a point that's already been made multiple times yeah and and and
0: uh you know R. kelly um you know, the, the 90 years he faces in Illinois. Wow. I also appreciate that it's not the only case in Illinois. I think he's so associated with Chicago that it's important that some court in Chicago levies justice against him. The other case that he's serving the 30 year sentence is in New York, but I think he's singularly associated sort of with Chicago right so you yeah. want that jurisdiction to actually inflict some punishment but to Kim Fox's point she's saying look there's a federal court here and they're going to give him 10 to 90 years i think he'll probably get the higher end of that is is my guess right. because a lot of his uh you know crimes were committed there and you know, so so everything seems satisfied here. I think prosecutors have a tough role; they they, they really have to balance a lot of things, and sh- they would like nothing more than to build their reputation by dragging R. Kelly into court. Believe right. me, Kim Fox, prosecutors love this; they live for these court moments. But she's also got a docket full of of other cases she needs to address. So and things that aren't
1: high profile, and that things that are not as high profile, and that's other that, victims who don't get the coverage. And you know, because any of these, again, like it's not like book justice like in the records that like for these four victims but if any of them want to tell their story or have their say certainly there are plenty of outlets that will give them the platform to do that absolutely one parallel i noticed with this
0: is harvey weinstein also Mm -hmm. facing multiple multiple trials he was convicted in new york then he was dragged all the way out to la that case hasn't been dropped i think that that, that, that 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 is still pending and it's important because he was an L.A. Hollywood producer. Um, even though he's convicted in New York and many of the crimes were committed there, there's an importance that L.A. is putting on Harvey Weinstein because he's so emblematic of producer culture and well, what L.A. looks but, like that you want to punish him here. It doesn't feel satisfying to just have him you know, commit a few crimes in th- New York. But that's
1: saying like L.A. needs its justice is the same way saying these four victims of R. Kelly need their justice. Yeah. And, and that's, that's on L.A. for letting him get away with it. The same way I think probably a lot of why they want to go after R. Kelly so much now is because I think the legal system as a whole is embarrassed by how long he got away with it. Yes. I mean, we knew he married Aaliyah almost 30 years ago. Yeah. We knew that when it happened, certainly yeah. after. The the P tape came out in, what, like 2002? And he was acquitted of that. Yeah, Ignition came after that. And, that's, yeah. and that, I think that's also, that's a thing why I think people get so kind of in their feelings about R. Kelly is, as a society, it's on all of us. Yes. anybody that was around then, that anybody that was bumping, you know, Fiesta or Ignition or Trapped in the Closet, we all knew. We
0: all, yeah, that was the strange we thing can about R. Kelly. Like, well, it was- he got, he was, he got off. We knew it was happening in real time, and society wasn't ready to confront it in the serious way that it needed to be confronted. I mean, and and we liked
1: the music. We loved the and music. He kept having hits, like like as a society, we enabled him for a long time. That's why I think you felt so invincible because. I mean, he, there's video of him urinating on an underage girl, and we all said, eh, it's okay. I, Dave Chappelle joked about it. Yeah. I mean, and, and we as a society- McLemore was joking about it in Thrift Shop in it. 2013. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga was doing duets with him in the 2010s. I mean, yeah. We're sort of horrific. <laughs>
0: we're not society we're not because I, I
1: confess <laughs> that when I saw the David Foutskate, you Chattel's must kit, you did, <laughs> and, and trapped
0: in the closet, you would see no. all these things, and you sort of had an inkling that this is a weird dude. This is a very. Well, we always strange knew he dude. was a weird dude, but
1: um, but there are lots of weird dudes in pop music and R and B music, and that's not right. all of them are criminal, right? Wasn't the thought at the at the time that he's strange and eccentric in the
0: way that rock stars can lead a very strange, eccentric life? It didn't feel criminal in the same but, way when you when you observed it now. Well, it also, because, and that's because look yeah. at
1: all the other people we forgave. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old yeah. cousin. Chuck Berry was trafficking underage girls across state lines. That's what he went to prison for. Like, yeah. we, we give a lot of people a lot of passes for that. And I think finally as a society, it kind of hit the, you know what, no more. Yeah. Same, same. Same with uh, Harvey Weinstein. Social more is just
0: catch up. Oh, was, yeah, so, well, yeah. Like, he's ah, a- there's a casting couch. We, we threw that term around yeah. as if it were acceptable. I mean, totally unacceptable even at yeah. the time, but it was sort of uh, acknowledged and not addressed. And
1: now everything is, is, is you know, there's a reckoning. Yeah. And I mean, R. Kelly and Harvey Weinstein are going to spend their I mean, time behind bars. Remember what R. Kelly's nickname was that he gave himself? No. He was the Pied Piper of R&B. He used to say it in his That's songs. Right. What did the Pied Piper do? He oh. lured children with music. like he just told us his this is funny like Mm. going back his very first song in 1992 was a song called she's got that vibe Mm -hmm. there's a part in the song i remember when that song came out and i liked it at the time had no idea who r kelly was sure and there's a part in the middle where he's like naming other women who've got that vibe and he goes little aliyah has got it this was two years before her first album came out so she would have been 12 or 13 yeah i had no idea who she was it's just a name and a song and i had didn't listen to the song after she got famous and forgot about it and then you hear it and it's like from literally the very first single, yeah, he's shouting out a twelve-year-old girl that's got that vibe. Well, I didn't even know about that song, so it feels like you're more complicit than me.
0: <laughs> uh, but we'll I didn't wrap know she it up. Wasn't. We'll wrap it up right there. Uh, R. Kelly not going anywhere, and uh, T. J. and Amy uh, not coming back. Uh, scrubbed from existence, <laughs> so neither of them uh, having a great day.